Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. Thank you all so much for tuning into the show. I am Yvonne Latrell. So, guys, thank you so much for tuning into Yvonne Latrell's podcast. Um, I am the host, Yvonne Latrell, and um, my co-host, Essie, he will be right back with us. He just got disconnected. He always has some phone issues. So... Um, give me one second, guys. We have a very special guest that's going to be coming on to the show um, in about 30 minutes. He is a R&B hip-hop artist and hold on. Let's see. Okay, and the show will be about him. Hold on. Okay, so yeah. So the show will be all about him in the next 30 minutes. Uh, He's very talented. Oh, my gosh. His music is really nice. He has a video that is really hot. So, okay, so what I'm going to do is before SC get back connected to us. Gosh, I think his phone. I have no idea what happened with his phone. Hold on, guys. Okay, yeah, so what I'm going to do right now while uh, while I am waiting for his phone and his phone issues, I'm going to start off just with some advertisements. Okay, so, oh, wait, hold on one second. Hold on, guys, one second. Hey, Yvonne, it's me. Yo, the tires went out. I, I, you know what? I figured that was you. I figured, yeah. I was about to take you to the screen room. Yeah. All right, all right. Okay. Um, well, um, I was just getting to do some advertisements. I was telling the listeners that you had got disconnected. So, and I wanted yeah, to tell can- them, huh? Yeah, we've been having bad storms down here in North Carolina, and right now the power just went out. The whole town that I'm going through right now, Chapel Hill, Mm -hmm. it is pitch Mm -hmm. black. Oh, my gosh. Yes, it is pitch black. We got to basically go on the honor system of driving. So, but I'm good, though. Okay, yeah, I was going to give you a good introduction until I seen that you had got (laughs) disconnected. But, yeah, I was just going to let the guests know that you were back, um, even though we were both busy, but you were working on some major things. But um, we are definitely glad to have you back. So welcome back. It's good to be back. Yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. I know everybody uh, has definitely missed you. It has not been the same without you. (laughs) You know how we do. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so um, now that uh, you are on, did you want me to do some advertisements or did you want to talk about some uh, current events? I, I, I did uh, explain to everyone that we have a special guest coming on shortly in the next 30 minutes. Uh, um, that That's who the interview is going to be with the R&B hip hop artist sincere. So in the meantime, oh, yeah. you call it. You can do the advertisements and then we can go into the current events. I'm normal. We just got to get back on track. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. So, okay. I have a few advertisements here. Let's see. Um, Anna Black. She is an author. She has a lot of books out, and one of her books is uh, being adapted into a film. It's The Perfect Love Storm. You guys can check out that book or um, one of her other books 
at www.annablackbooks.com. Again, that's www.annablackbooks.com. And guys and dogs, if you are in the Miami area and you are looking for laser hair removal, you guys can check out Philosophy of Beauty. They are down here in Miami Beach, and they have a website. It's philosophyofbeauty.biz. Again, that's philosophyofbeauty.biz. So D. Saunders, he has a book out. He does a, a lot of advertisements uh, with us. Um, his book is called The Bait and Switch, and it's available on Amazon. Again, that's The Bait and Switch, available on Amazon by D. Saunders. And I think that's all I have for right now, and uh, back to you, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> so, listen, so the two this chair situation at Alabama, I know we, I know we like a week or two late, but I wanted to talk about it. Um, what is, what is your take on that? On that whole situation, on you okay. know everybody's like, you know, this was the first time in a long time black people stuck together and you know they stood up for everybody and you know were they wrong? The people that jumped in because now they're trying to press charges on the people that actually jumped in because they're saying that. They, none of them were in danger, so they shouldn't have jumped into it. No, you they know? did the right thing. They they did the right thing. I'm so happy that they came together. And, no, I'm definitely not a racist, but, I mean, come on. You have a black guy that's getting jumped by all of these white people. And, you know, like, what did they expect that, People were just going to sit there and just record. No way. No way. I, If I was there, I would have jumped in also. So, yes, they did the right thing. I'm very happy that they did that. I'm very disgusted that all of those um, white people jumped this guy. So, I mean, like, come on, it's 2023. Um, we're not doing that, and we're not. So whatever happened in 1823, 1923, it's not going down in 2023. So don't get it twisted. Don't think, you know, um, because y'all got away with it before. And this is to the racist. This is not to white people. If you're not a racist, this is um, not, you know, this is only directed to the racist people. Like, no one is putting up with that. So, yeah, I, I'm definitely happy that... Black people came together, stuck together, um, and you know, helped this guy. Yeah. Now I got a I got a question because mm-hmm. you know I feel like there's certain things that should have happened prior to this, and this shouldn't have been as huge as this was. This should have had been a situation where this was a norm. I think if we could go back to maybe Trayvon Martin, if this would have took place if action would have took place immediately after he got killed, I think certain things would have changed. I think people yeah. would have got more into unity. You, you understand what I'm saying? Because the right, last time something right. exploded was Floyd. You understand what I'm saying? George Floyd. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that was national. That hit countries. You understand what I'm saying? There was countries that stood behind that whole situation. You know, right, right. I think that I, 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 you know, I tell you, racism. You gotta sell me on racism for one. You know, just mm-hmm. because somebody mm-hmm. that's not black does something that seems racist doesn't make them racist. It just means right. that they were in a situation that makes them look bad, that makes them look like a racist. Like when they say, "Oh, these cops are racist." No, you gotta sell me on racist, racism. You understand what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. gotta say a couple mm-hmm. words to me or a couple of statements that'll make me believe, oh yeah, it's motherfucking racist. Not the fact that, hey, you white, I'm black, you shot me. Let me see what happened before all of that. Let's see. You understand what I'm saying? They always showing and this is the narrative. They're always showing a situation where white people look bad. You you understand what I'm saying? 
I got so many white friends that have been a, a huge part of my recovery, that have been there for right. my family, that have been there right. for me. You know what I'm saying? And so with, with that whole situation, I'm on the fence with that. I'm also on the fence with the police. Them saying, oh, them cops are racist. They this, they this, they that. No, he could be one of the best cops you know. He just got mm-hmm. one of the situations that makes him look racist. You understand what I'm saying? Now, I want to be real. And let's be real for a moment. You understand what I'm saying? How many times as a black person, not meaning nothing behind it, be like, yo, that cracker motherfucker. You understand what I'm saying? Does mm-hmm. not mean right. You understand what I'm saying? Right. So if the right. N-word slides out or that black motherfucker slides out of a white person's mouth, that does I don't think that makes them racist. I just make I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, somebody got fired the other day for saying the N word. I and, and I don't think that they should have gotten fired. Yeah. Because yeah, now it because now we we, we we turned it into a slang. So it's not that like they're saying, Hey, you nigger you know, it's like, Hey nigga, you know, like homie, you yeah. know, so yeah, I don't think when, you know, like a white person says that 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 um that that they're a racist. You know, it is how you say it. It's how you say yeah. it. And it's and it's just a lot of white people that are definitely not racist at all. I mean, and I have um, black friends and white friends as well uh, as well as you. And um, and I'm talking about I know for a fact, you know, that these are not racist people. Yeah. Yeah, it's just I don't know, man. It's just it's just how society set everything up for us to to um. To feel towards each other. You mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just a, a narrative that the the media is putting out. Right. You know, so, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, what else? What else? Yes. Oh my gosh. When two female officers fight like that, they involve a dude. I'm Somebody else's piece of meat, and it wasn't even that meat. <laughs> yeah, that's community crazy. property. <laughs> that, that is, is so crazy. Now they can give everybody the meat. Okay, he's giving everybody the meat, and they fighting over some meat. That ain't Oh my gosh! Like I, I definitely yeah. can't believe that. Like, and 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 I definitely would like to. I, I would definitely like to um, have an update on that on that story. Like, do they get arrested? Um, yeah. Did they get fired? Well, okay, I mean, come on. So it depends on the department. It depends on the department. Now I know what happens um, with the with the NYPD. What'll happen is you'll be in front of the side. After, after the fight is over, you're both going home. You're both going home, and y'all going to be in front of the duty commander tomorrow, early in the morning, which would be the captain, the deputy inspector, or the inspector. After that, mm-hmm. you're going to both get what's called the command discipline. That means that shit's going to go in your jacket for 18 months. You're not going to be able to, to test for a sergeant exam. You're not going to be able to... Um, do anything for 18 months. And after that, um, you're probably going to be, if you're on a squad car, they're going to probably put you on a foot post for a couple of months. You're going to lose your seat. It's called losing your seat. So that means you're going to be walking around for a couple of months, and usually they're going to wait until the hot, I mean the cold days. So they'll probably leave you in the car all summer, all spring, and then when winter comes, 
They're going to put you outside and the goal make you walk football. You know, as bad as um, crash. So they do the same thing. You crash a police car because that means you deserve it. You understand what I'm saying? So when you get into a fight, people don't believe how many cops get in the fights in the parking lot. You know, and that's why they, the supervisors don't park in the same parking lot as the officers because they always know that something's going on between the officers and they're going to probably get into some type of fist fight, you know, and they don't want to yeah. supervise the being in the way, you know. So, yeah, they probably both going to get in trouble, you know. But, you know, I, I, it's a little much to ask for charges to be pressed. You understand what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. both of y'all going to have to be arrested. You understand what I'm saying? Because y'all both for it. Wow. You know? So, yeah, that's, that's how cool. they were handling it. I don't know where they was at, how they were handling it there, but, you know. But yeah, she definitely was swinging up. her ass around by her mm-hmm. ear. And you could tell it was by over a man by what she was saying, what was coming out of her mouth. You know, and, and, and you know, and that, trust me, that wasn't over no paperwork. That wasn't over nothing else but a dude, you know? So Yes, something. Uh, oh, my gosh. But, uh, but who fighting over a man? Uh-uh. I don't know, Elon. I don't know. You, you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. I'm not going to fight over it, something that's only my turn. Uh-uh. <laughs> you know. I really no, hope they were not fighting over a man. I mean, whatever they they were fighting over is just is childish because like both of these are police officers. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh, like that's so unprofessional. Yeah. Well, you know, how many other people got jobs that they don't not supposed to have that are unprofessional? You know. Yeah, but they but they so, in uniform. That that's what even make yeah. it worse. Like they in uniform. Like this couldn't wait. <laughs> this couldn't wait. Oh, to, apparently it couldn't. Know, got off. <laughs> apparently it couldn't because they got it. Hey, boy, they didn't take off their gun belts or not. Well, matter of fact, I don't know if they had gun belts on. I think I, I think you one know? did. I'm gonna have to watch the video again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. She was definitely swinging her ass around. He was doing her the business, boy. You know? Oh, my gosh. Right? <laughs> and, then, and you know what's even worse? This is the worst part. Think about it. They was in a police parking lot fighting, right? So that mm-hmm. meant it was only cops in there, right? So that meant the person that was videotaping it was a cop. <laughs> That wasn't I have to watch died. that over. Oh my God! So they might have to get in trouble too. You know, yeah. you're standing there watching your colleagues fight, and you're not breaking it up. Yeah, you know? because they, they, yeah, you know, everybody want to try to <laughs> put a video out and, um, and it go viral. <laughs> yeah, so they can get paid for it. <laughs> everybody, world star, even the police, world star. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> You know, so, you know, it's not funny, but it's funny, you know? Right. And it's like, who do you call it when the police are fighting each other? Exactly. <laughs> you're oh like, yo, God. do we call the fire department? <laughs> you know? This world is coming to an end. Quick. Mm-hmm. Everybody got gasoline drugs on. We're just waiting to burn now. <laughs> All of us. <laughs> 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 oh my God! It's waiting to burn. <laughs> oh man! But it's good to be back, man. It's good to be back. I so have so good much to have going you. on, and I, I know. appreciate I know. you know the time. You know, I um, mm-hmm. I got an idea that I want to run past you. You know, maybe we can do it on the show. Maybe you know we can get some feedback from some of the listeners. You know. On the matter, you know, you know, I'm shooting my I movie. I think you had told me about it. Okay, okay, yeah, and mm-hmm. I want to think about doing the interviews on the air. 
you know? Of course. Having people nice. read their parts. I think that would be interesting. I don't think that's ever been done. You know, right, people are right, actually yeah. listening to these people auditions live. You know, we gotta be we gotta mm-hmm. be different at the Evolve the Trail show. We can't be like everybody yes. else. You know, of course. We gotta come right. on the air, eating food, drinking, cursing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yelling at the kids. <laughs> we gotta have babies in the background. You know, <laughs> we we gotta be straight. You know, entertainers. They be like, yo, what the fuck is is retarded? You know, oh my uh, gosh! Yeah, yeah I'm happy. They're gonna. I'm uh, <laughs> gonna be. They're no, gonna we're not getting canceled. Oh, we're not getting canceled. We're saying we got it. My fault. You know what I meant. You know. Oh, but you know what? Now listen. You 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 made me think of something. Okay, so mm. Neo. Um, he, and I'm not a fan yes. of Neo. Oh my gosh. I can't stand Neo. Yes. I, I cannot stand Neo, but. You he, mad at him he, because of that baby situation. That I is not your like man. Him. That is not, that is not your baby. That is not your baby daddy. I just don't like him. You know how when you just don't like people. I've never been a fan of his. Now, uh, Chris Brown, I'm, 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 I'm a huge fan of Chris Brown. Um, you know. I just don't after, like you. But, but I, yeah, I'm still, I don't care. I, but that's what I'm saying. If I like you, I like you. If I don't, I don't. I I just don't like Neo. Yeah. But Chris Brown, I like him. I don't care who he hit. Oh, I like him. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like him. I like Trey songs. I'm like a huge fan. So, but, um, yeah, so Neo came out, and I don't know if you've seen, he um, he did, like, a video vlog about something about the, the gay community, and he was saying that he did not care if he, if he got canceled. But now, I really understood where he was coming from. He just said, you know, like, pretty, okay, pretty much kind of like a, the Dwayne Wade situation. He didn't say Dwayne Wade, yeah. but he just said, when a a child is basically, you know, if they're confused or, you know, you're born, uh, you know, you're born a male and you want to be a female, he, he he's against the the changing and the, you know, the sex change and the, the, the wigs and the nails and dressing them up like a girl because they're too young. You know, give them time. You know, like if you, if you want to do that when, when you're 18, when you are grown, and you want to make that decision? Okay, that's on you. But while you while you are a child, um, no, he said he do not believe in it. He don't care. And if he get canceled, oh well. And then and and I thought about it. Like you know, people are so afraid to speak up for what they believe in because they are afraid of being canceled. But like, yeah. hey, these are my beliefs. So you can't cancel yeah. me because. Um, I believe in this. I cancel you. So, you know, screw yeah. you. Well, you know what? So, we live in a society mm-hmm. now that telling the truth is a death sentence. You <laughs> tell the truth about right. something, it's a death sentence. You know, you could explain the whole life of your career telling the truth about a matter. You know? And you know what's crazy? Even with the music, let's 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 start talking about the music, and I think it's appropriate because we have um, sincere coming on tonight. You know, with the music, you know, and you know, I, I this is my first time really hearing about him is, is when we got the interview and everything. You know, I did a little research on where he's from and everything else. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, share that with the fans later on. But music has changed. It's not. Who's the best rapper anymore? It's the who's the most popular at the time. Where before it was who's the best rapper, who's the best MC, you know. And when you look at some of the people that they're picking in the top 50s or the top 20s or whatever, you be like, there's no way they're lyrically better than right uh, Tupac or 
biggie. You understand what I'm saying? And it's not a thing of they're better. It's a thing that they're more popular. They have things right, that we didn't right. have back then. We have magazines. You know, they have the Internet. They have the streaming stuff. You know, they have so many tools that rappers didn't have back then, you know? So it's just, it's just crazy to me how things have changed. I want us yeah. to make lying a thing again, where if you lie, it's wrong. Let's make, let's make lying a it, it, it seems like it's a thing that, you know, people are crucifying anyone. Because people can want and say, yo, this celebrity died, or yo, this person died. And it's cool. Everybody's cool with it. It's like you got to Google everything now. you got to fact check everything now. It's like yeah. this, this whole generation is built off of clout. Built off of That's someone true. trying to create a lifestyle or a life or a, a personality that's more popular. People are looking for likes, and they're not looking for being themselves. They want to create these worlds that people are like, I like that world he created. Instead of, I like this person. That's true. That you is know, so true. It's, it's just gotten crazy, man. It's just gotten crazy. Certain terminologies you can't use no more because it's offensive. You can't say Indian style no more. Oh, you gotta say sit Chris Ford applesauce. You know, Chris Ford applesauce is no more. You can say Indian style. It's it's uh, offensive to the Indians. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that's offensive to black people, and you still let it happen. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There's a lot of things that you know. Okay. I know people are offended by it, but you still let it happen. You know? Yeah. I don't know. It's all screwed up. The bias, the morals, everything is totally wrong. It's, it's no more, you know, there's no more quarrel with us. No more, you know? Everybody wants to be popular. Everybody wants to be liked. You know? I don't know. But yeah, it's it's crazy. It's definitely crazy. But um, but as you were saying though, um, I I would definitely like uh for the auditions to be on the show whenever uh you get um that situated, we can get that okay. situated. That would definitely work. I think that I, I, it's something different. I've never seen it or heard anybody do it. Like yo, my audition was on a podcast, you know. And it also gives them an opportunity to, um, you know, show showcase their talent. You don't never know who's listening. Right. Um, wait. Yeah. Uh, can you hear me? Your your, your phone. Um, the minute I'm about to tell you, hey, uh, your phone is going out. Then it comes back in. How about now? Are you okay? Say something else. Can you hear me? How about now? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so, but, yeah, it, I think it's a, it's a good little, you know, I, I don't know, you know. You know how I do, man. I'm fly by mm-hmm. night. <laughs> <laughs> On the wings of my, my pets, you know, with things. <laughs> you know, but what else? What else has been crazy going on in the news? Um... I don't know. I I've been sending you so much, so much of stuff. Some of the stuff I don't even uh, look at. I just send to you. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna send this, to this. and then I'll be like, when I get a chance, I'm gonna look at all of the stuff that I send you. And instead of me looking at all of the things that I send you, I'm just steady sending more, sending more, sending more. So some of the stuff I have no idea. I just anything I think that might be interesting, I just send to you. Let me yeah. see real quick before the the guests come on. I don't see him on here yet. Uh, he's on a different time zone. He's in, I think he said California. Um, so, uh, oh, my gosh. The Hawaii situation, like, 
Hello. Hello. Hey, what's going on? Oh, nothing. How are you? Doing well. How y'all doing? I was I was just listening to some of the uh, something that the brother was saying, man. Hey, you're right, man. They done made enough off of us. I never understood that. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how's everybody doing? Oh, we're good. How are you? Oh, we're good. How are you? I'm doing. I'm doing pretty good. Thank you for asking. Uh, for those that that don't know who I am, my name is Sincere. I'm an R&B artist, uh, originally from New York. Um, I was in Tampa, but <laughs> I just moved. I'm also in the military as well. So yeah, I just moved to Cali. I'm in uh, San Diego now, as we speak. Okay. Um, how's the weather up there? Honestly, uh, big change from Florida. <laughs> it is. Um, I want to say it's not. It's not humid because Florida was just so humid. Like man, it was just so humid. Um, here it's just like they got a breeze, but it's like they got this dry heat. I had caught a nosebleed my first day coming out here. So, yeah. And they're surrounded by desert, like, because, uh, you know, it's Cali, so there's, like, just desert everywhere. <laughs> but it's nice. It's a okay. beautiful place. Nice mountains, nice views. Okay. And how long have you been up there? Okay. How long have you been up there? Um, I just got out here probably, like, I want to say, like, two weeks ago. Um, I spent, I was supposed to come out here a little bit earlier, but they gave me my orders and told me to report in July. I was supposed to be here a little bit earlier, like probably like the beginning of July, but it just worked out. I was able to come here um, towards the end of July. I was able to throw a little going away party. Well, Tampa threw me a little going away party uh, before I left. So that was pretty dope. I got to experience that. Okay. 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 All right. That's what's up, man. So listen, can y'all hear me? Can y'all hear me? Yes. Yes, oh, I can okay. hear you. All right, all right, all right. So listen, Cecilia, I'm gonna go question and start the interview. If that's all right with you, my brother. Yes, sir. No problem. I'm here. All right. So my first question to you is. What are your roots in the music industry? Oops. Hello? Is that what you're asking? Hello? Yeah. Can yeah. you hear me? Uh-huh. What are your roots in the music? When you say roots, do you mean like what ties me to music? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where did it all start? Okay. Um, started for me when I was uh, in church. Um, I grew up, you know, on one of those flower bringing and hand clapping Baptist churches, you know how that is. So, uh, my mother always made it to a point to where we were going to church. Uh, my grandmother too, as well. I couldn't miss Sunday. Uh, they didn't care if you were sick or not. You was getting up, you know what I mean? And if you were sick, they made sure they gave you some medicine before you left and, uh, you still had to go. So, um, I knew... <laughs> I knew I, I had a, a thing for music at a young age uh, because I played the drums. I remember I touched the drums uh, my first time when I was going to church. I had, like, a fascination with the drum set. Um, I had never played before. I never been taught. And so my grandmother seen that I had a fascination with the drum set, and um, she went out and bought me um, one of them miniature drum sets for, I, I believe it was my birthday, and... Like, it was, like, just a gift from God, man. Like, I just was able to play the drums. Like, nobody ever taught me nothing. I might have saw, you know, people doing it in church, but nobody ever, like, sat down and was like, yo, this is how you play. Like, I learned. So I taught myself to play the drums, and I got really good at it to the point where I was, you know, playing for services and stuff like that, um, and it was letting me get on the drums. So I knew I had a love for music then. Um, but, you know, more into my life, once I got older and got to be an adult, I knew I was going to do this when I came back from basic training. Um, I came back from basic training in 
2019, at the end of 2019, once COVID hit. And I love, I love to tell this story because uh, this is how it really did kick off. Uh, we were in the house, as you know. We, we couldn't go anywhere. Uh, we were forced mm-hmm. to be in the house because we was in Florida, and, you know, it was like a mandatory curfew. You had to be in the house at a certain time, and you couldn't really come out. Um, so I had nothing to do. <laughs> and, you know, I was, I was in the house, and I just was scrolling on Instagram and TikTok. I seen everybody making songs about COVID. And I was just like, man, write a song. I had never, like, really written a, a full song before. I've always just, like, played around. I was a poet. I was very great at writing as well as being a musician. But um, long story short, I got into just playing around writing songs uh, for, for COVID. And then I actually wrote a song. And I wound up moving um, after COVID hit. And where mm-hmm. I moved, I had roommates. I had uh, four roommates. And we were all music artists. Like, they all were into music. And this one roommate, his name is Brian, he was like, yo, I know this studio, man. He said, if you ever want to go, you know, we can go and, like, record something if you really want to try to do that. So we set it up. Um, and I remember the song that I wrote, I never intended to record it because it was just, like, I didn't know if I really wanted to. But I went in the studio and laid it down. And at first I hated uh-huh. it, but after hearing the track play back a couple of times, I was like, man, this is like crazy. And I seen like the producer, the way he was able to hook different things up. I was like, man, this is like amazing. And he made it sound so beautiful. And I was like, man, I want to do this for the rest of my life. Mm. Okay. 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 So that's where you got to start with the music in the middle the most Pretty much, yeah. Like I said, it's always been in me since I was younger. It just, I just needed to get around the right people. It seems at the right place at the right time. Okay. What do you think about the music platform that are out now? Like getting your music out. What do you think about? It? Like YouTube and things of that, like yeah. Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. You asking like, what's my opinion on them? Yeah, yeah. Have you had any success? That should have been really the question. Have you had any success with any of these oh, platforms? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, Are yeah. You at them? Actually, I have. Okay. I have. I've had. I've had a lot of success. Um, so I just before the show, actually, I shared my video, um, with your co-hosts, and. You know, it was amazing because I put the video out probably like two weeks ago, and mm. I did a whole rollout. The name of the song is called Poison, by the way. You can check it out on your free time. But I did a whole uh. rollout of where I was, like, prepping everybody. I was, like, you know, dropping little snippets of the video, like, you know, here, this is it's coming out this date. I just kept on saying, you know, this specific date, like, it's coming out. And people was, mm. like, I set up a premiere on YouTube, and people was already commenting on the premiere, like, yo, can't wait for it to drop. So, like, I had expected to get, like, you know, some good traction. But when I dropped the video, man, let me tell you how, how good, you know, like, how good God is. I dropped the video, mm. man, and I promise you, like, in the first hour, I only saw, like, uh, I saw, like, 200 views, right? So I'm just like, okay. Uh, I said, that's, that's, a, that's not a bad start, 200 views. We'll, we'll, we'll take that. I look back the next hour. I was at 5K. I was at 5,000 views in just one hour. And then it just kept going up every hour. So when I look back, like, by the end of the day, I was at 20,000 views and wow. nearly approaching 25. Um, And now when I look back at, at that, you know, I woke up the next morning and was at 50,000 views. And now we're currently sitting at 158,000 views still going. Okay. That's what's mm-hmm. up, man. Congratulations, man. That's a, a hell of a yeah, thing. man. You know, that's that's one of them situations where you gotta jump out on faith and you hope for the best. You know. So exactly what it was. Thing? That that was nothing but God. Yeah, definitely, definitely. We gotta definitely keep him in everything that we do. You know. Amen. Because it wasn't for him. It wasn't. You know, a lot of things be possible. You know. So what is your take on the new genre of music? Mm. <laughs> that's a 
That's a dagger right there, man. You can be real on that. The Yvonne Hey, all right, man. Well, you know what? I'm I'm definitely going to be real, man, because I'm from New York. So, you know, I I do nothing but keep it real. You know what I mean? I'm from the Bronx. So, you know, we got to keep it real. Okay, uh, okay. Yeah, man. Shout out to Mount Vernon, man, and Yonkers. Uh, But, but yeah, especially uh, the new music that's out now, I would say, man, I, I, I miss the old music, man. Like, you know, I'm, I'm young. I'm like 23, mm-hmm. man. But my parents, you know, the way I grew up, um, I listened to old school stuff. So I listened to a lot of, like, Jodeci, you know. I grew up on that kind of stuff. And 2000s era, like, Fabulous, you know, Tyree, stuff like that. And so the new music that's out now, I could rock with it, man. But it just seems like they don't have nothing to talk about, like, specifically the females and the guys too, man. But, you know, I, I really got to say, I get tired of, like, listening to, like, the females rap because it's always the same thing. They either talking about, you know, how much pussy they could pop, you know, they either talking about, you know, what what they doing to finesse somebody. And, you know, that shit gets tiring, man. Like, nobody wants mm-hmm. to hear that all day, every day. So, like, I don't even listen right. to the radio no more. Like, you know, there used to be a time where we all would listen to the radio. I don't listen to the radio no more. I, I literally have a playlist set up because it's just – so raunchy, like, it's cool to do that, but, like, back in the day when they did that, they gave us a story, you know, of why that happened. Like, I always say, like, damn, bro, if you're going to tell us, y'all mind if I curse, do you? Yeah. No. Of course yeah. not. We curse all of us. <laughs> <laughs> to be... We out of control. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just yeah, trying yeah, to. Out of control. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. Out of control. All right, so, so where? So we good then. So, so, yeah, like, I always say, like, yo, if you're going to tell us why you fucking somebody, right? Like, dude or girl, whoever's rapping about it, like, give us a story behind it. Like, can we know where you met them? Like, how this shit got kicked off? Like, you know, what what happened? Because it's like you just jump straight to the song and you just straight talking about blowing her back out or you riding him. Like, can we know what happened? Like, what was the the story behind all that? How did y'all get to the point of y'all getting in the bed with each other? You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. so there's, like, no narrative behind the music that's out now. I won't say that's for everybody. But for, like, all the new artists, I see that everybody has a problem with identity. Everybody yeah. wants to sound like everybody. There's no uniqueness, nothing. Everybody sounds the same. Yeah. Right. Do you agree? I mean, yeah, I, I, I would yeah, say I totally so. Yeah, I totally agree. You know, everybody, you know, and, and like I've said this on the show, you know, a lot of times why the music is the way it is because with, with based off of a hookup coach, nobody really meets anybody no more. Nobody takes anybody no more. Motherfuckers just gonna fuck. That's it. They don't want to fuck. So you understand what I'm saying? Nobody wants to, you know, you know and, and if you do, if you do, you're a sucker. You're a sucker, you know? So we're just living in the time right. There's no real love story to be told anymore. You know? Yeah, and it's a shame, man. Like, because that, that stuff is like the whole narrative behind the music that's out now. Like, literally, the only messages I really get from anything that's out now is how to finesse a nigga, you know, how to, how to play a girl. Like, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say that, you know, we sometimes I don't be bumping it because, like, the beats be catchy. Like, you can't help, you know, the yeah, stuff be yeah. catchy. But, like, it's like you don't want to hear it. It gets to a point where you're like, all right, man, what else you got to talk about? Because it's like five songs in on your album and you're still talking about the same thing. You know what I mean? There's no, yeah. there's no difference. So I, I can't personally, like, if you were to say, yo, you know, could you get down with all the new music that's out? Can I, can I, maybe some of it, but not, not really all of it, especially getting into hip hop. Hip hop culture's changed, man. Like since I was younger, it's definitely changed. Mm-hmm. It's more who's, who's popular and not who's the best. Yeah. yeah I never understood that, man. Like it's not about, you know, yo, this person actually got talent. Like, cause I've seen, I know a lot of, friends that I have that are, that are like, you know, spoken word and like they, they're conscious rappers, like, you know, Kendrick and shit like that. And yeah. I'm talking about these guys can spit. 
some of these some of these people are women too, and they can spit. But like nobody looks at that. They're just if they're not talking about, you know, something relating to fucking somebody or you know getting some money or something like that. If they just if it makes sense to people, it don't make sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 All right. Well, my next question is, um, what's the craziest thing a woman has done? Once you find out that you can sing, what's the craziest thing a woman has done to make you sing for her? Ah, man. <laughs> Damn. You're 23, so I already know. <laughs> man, you finna have me drop all of them. All right. Yeah, <laughs> they gonna be mad after this one, man, because I'm dating right now. And I ain't going to lie, I'm dating, like, two girls, but they know, you know, I'm in the dating world right now. I'm not nobody's man, but. <laughs> hey, listen, that's right. You're right. You're right about that. And everybody looking uh-huh. around like that. Oh, especially men. We'll lie about that. You know, if you're dating, you're dating. You can date multiple people. That don't mean you have to be asking you dating. You know, now, if you make somebody your girl, you know, then that's, that's it. That's it. You know. That's well, it. Dad, I'm you sorry. the game. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, you good. Um, all right, well, so I'll tell you this. So there was this one girl I was dealing with. Uh, this was back in Tampa. Um, she didn't know I was an R&B artist. Um, and this is actually fairly recent, honestly. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, so, yeah, she didn't know I was an R&B artist. So I had to look up my uh, – she came to a show of mine, right, and, and we were talking – uh, after I got off stage, she heard me. She heard me sing. She said she had seen me before at another venue, but she didn't know I was an artist. Cause she's like, you know, you weren't on the stage. You were just like in the crowd, so I didn't know you were an artist. But when she saw me at this venue that I was at, she heard me sing, and I was just uh, performing Poison. And when I got off the stage, all I remember is she had like this black dress on, nice looking lady too. Like you know, she had like this nice figure like that coke figure that everybody's like, damn. Um, and she was older than me. I don't know what it is about older women, but older women seem to have a thing for me. I don't know what it is. Um, I, think, I think it's my mindset. And just, huh? They try to get their groove back, you know? Yeah, they, try, yeah, they got that groove back. I make them feel younger than Young Kingston, man. But now, so, yeah, she... she, uh, she no, nah, I'm uh no. So my mother's my mother's like Nigerian and and uh, Cherokee. My father's Puerto Rican and black. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice okay, little mix okay. up. But yeah, yeah, she grabbed me <laughs> when I came off the stage, and uh, was like, "Yo, I need your number." So she put her. She like didn't even ask me for it. She just like put her number in my phone, and then mm-hmm. um, no lie, like we 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 met up the next day. Uh-huh. I mean, she's probably going to hear this shit, but we smashed the next day, man. She didn't even wait. It was just like the next day, she was just like, yo, look, come over. She had a daughter, too. And she was just like, yo, my daughter's uh-huh. not home. Come over. Uh-huh. After we smashed, this, this woman, like, literally cooked me a whole dinner. I was like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> I was not expecting this. <laughs> oh, my God. That's what the older dinner, women bro. do, bro. They'll feed you. <laughs> <laughs> but I was eating good. I, I was sitting there like, yo, so, like, I'm saying, like, we, could, you know, you can get your friends and me, my friends. We can all be friends. You know what I mean? Like, we can do this every weekend. <laughs> we can do this as so, many hold, times hold as on. you want. I got like, one for you. I got one for you. I will put you on the spot real quick. Yo. Can you give uh-uh. the listeners a sample or something of, of a song? I want you to serenade Yvonne right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Yvonne, he want me to serenade you. <laughs> you ready for that? I'm not paying him no attention. <laughs> oh, man. Don't worry. I, I'll give you a little something before before this interview is over. I'll I, I sing you a little bar. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I got you. So what I don't want her, I don't want her, you know, she got to sit there like that. <laughs> hey, you, hey, you right at the age you like them. You like them, y'all. <laughs> 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 
We're going to curse yeah, you out. Listen, listen, so don't worry about it, though. <laughs> <laughs> so what does your family think about you? So what does your family think about you? So I got the kind of family where, you know, they kind of spread out. We used to be, like, very close, like, the whole, like, because I got, a, like, a big family. And I got a family that's actually in the music industry. Like, uh, Lil Boosie's my cousin. Now, his real name is Torrance Hatch. And, you know, my name is yeah. Sincere Hatch. Uh, so, yeah, we're related. But, like, my immediate family, um, they're very supportive of it. Mm. Um, you know, you know how, how I got a father who's, like, sometimes he lacks excitement, but, like, once you show him, like, yo, this really is taking off, like, check this out. Because he's, like, one of those people, like, yo, if I see the proof, like, all right, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to, you know, I'm going I'm to get behind that. So, like, he's yeah. seeing it now, he's seeing the proof, and, you know, like, because I didn't have a few accomplishments. I don't know if that's your next question, but I'll answer that if that is one. And I've mm-hmm. shown him, and they're, like, big accomplishments. And he's, like, yo, he's, like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I feel like the more I show him, the more he opens up and he's like, bro, like, keep going. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So what – okay, who was – if you had a – okay, if you was invited to an opening act, R&B group, who would you want it to be? For an R&B group? Yeah. Or R&B singer. We can go with a singer or a group. I'll give you both. I'll give you two for one. How about that? Um, All right. So if I could open up for anybody, um, I'd love to open up for Lucky Day. Lucky Day is one of my uh, one of my favorite R and B artists. Uh, he's he's fairly new. I mean, he's been on the scene, but he's kind of new. Um, I'd love to open up for him because he is. First of all, his show is always packed with ladies, so that's a chance for me to you know do my serenading. We'll have him. We'll have him extra moist up in there after I'm done and then he's done. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we. I, I'd love to open up for him. Um, and then, like, if I want to say an R&B group, mm-hmm. there's not really too many uh, that are around now. But you know, if if I were to say one, it would be Jagged Edge. Mm. Okay. Okay. All right. Now or I got Jody another Smith. question. Because um. You know, some Bring people, you know, they start off as solo act, and they might be like, you know what, this might be, this might not be the route right now that I need to go. I might need to team up with some people. Would you, would you join a group? If your solo career wasn't going as good as you wanted it to go? You know, it's funny you said that because I had some thoughts um, about creating one because there's not many R&B groups out there, um, and there's no, like, real groups anymore. So, yeah, if if my career wasn't going the trajectory that it is, I would definitely, you know, enlist some help. But it's my dream, and not even a dream, but a goal that I'm going to do. I'm going to own my own label, you know what I mean? Like, I already got, like, an LLC established. It's called Yours Truly Entertainment, and what I want to mm-hmm. do is make the that, that's the name of the label is going to be uh, yours truly entertainment so YTS for short and I I want to have a group where I can sign and you know even do some projects with them. Okay. All right. What advice do you give? Do you have for an aspiring artist? I got three pieces of advice and these are very important. Um, the first one is don't lose who you are because with being in the music industry or any kind of entertainment industry, you got to be a chameleon. And sometimes we got to adapt to our environment and change and be, you know, something that we're not for the moment. But it's important that you realize who you are to the core and you don't lose that. That's why my name is Sincere. It's it's actually my name. Um, That's why I use my name for my artist name because I wanted to remind myself to always be myself and never be somebody else. So that's one. Um, Second piece of advice I got for artists is, you know, at the end of the day, this is a a game. And in order to win in this game, you have to learn the game, study the game. You have to sometimes even live the game. 
to be in it. And so you really need to understand the music industry, all the ins and the outs. Um, it's not about, you know, understanding how to get rich quick. That's why I look at people like 50 Cent, you know, after he had his whole incident with him getting shot and everything, it wasn't about him getting rich um, quick. You know, 50 became a businessman after that, and I admire that because that's kind of like the same route that, you know, I'm on, and I always tell people to, you know, go that route. Like, you know, there's plenty of opportunities where you can learn the music industry and make it work for you instead of you working yeah. for the music industry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's my second piece of advice is to definitely keep that in mind, um, that there's opportunities everywhere. And I would say the third, and this is probably the most important, is you have to have some sort of, I don't know who people believe in, but you have to have some sort of, you know, guidance, um, whether it's someone who's here on this earth or, you know, it might be a godly figure, whatever you believe in, you have to have someone who's of positive guidance because too many times, and I just got off my group chat saying this to a, a few of the artists that are in there, uh, we enlist the help of Judases is what I like to call them because they snake you. They, they, they're not really there for your best interest. You got those uh, people who are there. Like I'm going to just put it like this, man, since you said we can, we can keep it all raw. I was yeah. watching this interview with Gilly the Kid, yeah. right? And bro uh, was just basically saying, like, you know, you gotta watch who you who you say is, you know, your company and who is supposed to be looking out for you, because it's the same people who will say, yo, I'm your boy or I'm your girl, you know what I mean? That will be the same people who won't share your music, they won't repost your stuff, they're not trying to, you know, make you their ringtone or nothing when you come out. But when you get on the tour bus. They're going to be like, yo, where my seat at? Where my seat at? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, when, when they see you touring, oh, yo, you don't have nothing for me to do. You don't got a job for me. You know, let me be a cameraman. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and those same dudes, bro, same girls that mm-hmm. saying they're your friends now and they're there for you, where are they mm-hmm. really at? That's why I always tell people, you know, watch people. They'll show you who they are the first time, and if you, it's up to you. If you're gonna, you know, believe who they who they show you that they are, or you're gonna just say, you know what, I don't care. I'm gonna just yeah. move past it and ignore it. And then before you know it, it's too late. They already got you because you chose yeah. to ignore the signs. So be vigilant in knowing who you keep around you. Well, right. I like that. That's, yeah, yeah. Uh, wisdom beyond your age. You know, that's pretty good, man. And I hope that, you know, you keep that mindset as you progress in your career. But also, man, you know, we came to the end of the interview, and I appreciate you coming on. And um, the last question is, can you give everybody some um, information on how they can reach you or your social media? If you want, if you want to share any um, emails, uh, absolutely. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, um, so I have cards, but I'll just go ahead and just let you guys know because this is going to be um, on Spotify, correct? So they can just rewind yeah. it if they need to hear it. Apple Podcast, everything, yeah. All right. Okay, so on Instagram, you can reach me at my official artist uh, page at Sincere, that's S-Y-N-C-E-R-E underscore D-A underscore Illis, the I-L-L-E-S-T. And then Facebook is Sincere Hatch. And then my Twitter is Yours Truly Sincere. And if you need to book me or you would like for me to come and perform somewhere, I'm also a model, by the way, and I've, I've, um, I'm a professional model. I've been um, published in several magazines. And so if you need modeling from me as well, like even to be in a music video, you can book me um, at my email uh, or my management email, which is GDE Management. And their email is gdeforlife at gmail.com. And then my personal uh, business phone number is going to be 813-461-3023. And please be patient when me answering the uh, phone because I get calls out all throughout the day on that number. 
um, because it's a business number, so there's plenty of people that be calling to talk about stuff. So if I don't get to you right away, I will. Trust me. All right, man. I appreciate you again right, coming man. on the show. And uh, we wish you much success. Yes, we would love to have you back um, whenever. Well, thank you. I, I really appreciate y'all for having me on. Um, it was I enjoyed the interview, um, and you know for sure. Keep a lookout for the next project that's coming out, and you know I'm gonna just go ahead and let you guys know. I'll, I'll keep you posted on it. Hey, did you still want that bar? <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, let me. Give, give Let me just send you uh, some, some I'm going to send you a bar from my song That just came out, you ready? So it goes uh, Actually, this is a song that's unreleased So here it is, it goes Fresh out of work And the first thing I'm thinking is Baby, can I come and see you? Cause it's been a long day and I got some frustrations that I want to take out on you. I just called your phone to let you know what's up. As soon as I get home, girl, just fill my cup. I'm on my way. Let's try to say I'm on my way. Baby girl, I'm on my way. I'm on my way. That's on the oh, way. Wow. That's that's the next one coming out. I like that. I like it. And I and All I like right. that um I like that that video. Um uh poison. poison. I like oh, that. Oh she video said on I got a <laughs> Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Yeah. All right, now, Yvonne, don't be in this man inbox. Uh, wait, all right, what? What you say? What you say? What you say? I said, don't be in this man inbox, This guest can be my child. I can be his mother. Uh-oh. So whatever. Hey, hey that's, that's never stopped no that's never stopped nobody before. Listen, I didn't I didn't I didn't uh, I didn't have a date with somebody I was forty. That's never stopped them before. <laughs> <laughs> he might be into you calling him. Uh whatever. whatever. Um so yeah, we we definitely would like to thank you for coming on the show. SB, I'm going to strangle you. Uh, he is a mess, man. I like your co-host, man. He's hilarious. That's the right guy for the job right there. Yeah, he is. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he is. I, I, I really love him. Yeah, I, I love him for real. No, yeah. he's a mess. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so um, yeah. Oh yes, yes, yes. You have uh the the number you can uh, text. Um, so um yeah. So uh, once again, we want to thank you. Um, thank for everyone that has tuned into the show again. Uh, this is sincere. And that does it for us. Uh, Thanks for tuning in, everyone, and have a good night. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. Thank you.